So I bought a bike. See, after all that, it have been two weeks ago, that half an hour, 45 minutes, just purely about how much I love skateboarding. Well, I've, it's not that I stopped skateboarding now, but I've went and I've bought a bike. I bought a mountain bike. I mean, I've been saying to people, like, I've bought a bike, folk go, a push bike? Is it a push bike? And then some of them look disappointed when it's not a motorbike, but I wouldn't get a motorbike. I'm not into that sort of stuff. There's too much fucking things. Like, see, the mechanics of things and all that? Fuck that. I don't, I, I don't want to spend any time learning that sort of stuff, so that's why it's a push bike. But the idea that a push bike's always made me go... Like, who the fuck calls it a push bike? It's just a fucking bike. Do you know what I mean? Like, it goes bike, motorbike, and then in between is electric bike. Do you know what I mean? The push bike doesn't make any sense to me because who would get a bike just to push it? Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the, I, I don't understand that, but I bought one, and I'll tell you why I got one, right? One of my friends, uh, quite a few of my friends have bikes. Um... And every time they've been out on their bike or they've came to visit me, they've came down to the workshop and they've been on their bike, I've looked at their bike and I've went, what do you do? Where do you go? What do you do? And a lot of them will just just pedal about the place. But I get chatting to one friend in particular who was like, it's amazing how the places you can get to in a bike. I was like, right, tell me more. <clears throat> so, and they'd said there was a time they were out, him and his friend were out, and there was an altercation, something happened, and uh, he he said, "It's like, I, I was on that bike, and, and you're miles away, miles away, before anybody can get to you." I was like, "This is interesting." So I bought a bike. I bought a bike, and what I've done is I've put a, I've got a GoPro in the front of it, and I've got a high powered light, and uh, I was like, right, but and a kickstand. I got a kickstand as well, right. And what I've been doing is, or what I have done, is I've uh, been going out with cans of paint at night and just going off the beaten track with my bike. And and basically, when I come off the bike and put the kickstand down, the GoPro goes on and it's all it's like a tripod. <laughs> so I've got like a mobile bombing filming studio on my bike. That's what I, that's what I bought it for. Like I've had bikes in the past. Like I've had bikes before. Like I fucking loved my bike growing up. I had a bike. Growing up, and it was a, I can't remember, was it a rally? Ra rally rings a bell. A rally wildcat. That's what I remember. And it had a fake computer screen on it. It was like a fucking, <laughs> it was like a black bike, and in the front it had like a console, right? Which, see, be fair, now that I've got the GoPro and the light and all that on the front of my bike, nothing's changed. Like, this is just a replication of the bike I had when I was fucking eight, know what I mean? But, like, I, I, I love that bike. And there's a bit where I used to stay, right? Um, right round the back, there's an old... I think it was a railway track. I think it was a railway track. In fact, if my memory serves me correctly, it's called the Old Cali Line. I think. Fuck knows. I went down there the other day and I wrote my name somewhere on the Old Cali Line when I was out. That's a fucking other story, right? But that's how I know, because someone messaged me. I was like, is that the old Cali line? And I was like, very, it must be, it must be. And then there was another time I was out looking at spots and an old guy stopped me to talk about the old Cali line. And I was like, all right, cool, man. Like, he had absolutely no idea that I was just scoping bits to paint. Do you know what I mean? But he, he thought I was interested in fucking trains or history and I couldn't be fucked with both. Either of the things. Either of the things I can't be bored with, history or trains. The two of them are just fucking... If you're into it, that's cool, man. You do you. 
But um, ah, fuck it. I, not, they, they mean nothing to me. Anyway, this Rally 12, 12 speed, wasn't it a Rally 12 speed? It was a Rally Wildcat. What's a Rally 12 speed? That's obviously something that someone had at some point and is locked somewhere in my brain. This Rally Wildcat had this console thing on it. And up the back, that's where we are. But up the back, there's a, where I used to stay. I don't, someone had built like, I don't think they were they they built these dirt jumps, but the people had rode them so much that it became like dirt jumps. And me and my friends used to go up there quite a lot, and we'd fuck about in our bikes. But there was one hill in particular that was fucking massive, and it went through trees, right? And it was I don't know, I'd need to go back and look at it now. But at the time, it was fucking huge, man. Maybe two basketball nets. A basketball net's 10 foot. It's probably bigger than that, to be fair. Maybe 25 feet up in the air. But it dropped really steeply. Really steeply. And it would come out onto another thing. And I'd worked up the courage to fucking go down this thing. For, like, I'm fucking, I'm going down this. this today's the day, boys. I'm going down this thing. And I, and I did go down the thing. But what happened was, uh, I kept going. So when I went down the thing, there was another hill that was supposed to take you out, and you could put, you were supposed to pull your brakes. <laughs> you were supposed to pull your brakes when you were going up, and it would stop you from flat. Because at the other side there was nothing, and the other side there was just bramble bushes. That's all it was—just fucking nettles, right? And I, um, I didn't pull the brakes. I just went, I just went in. So me and the bike both went into the nettles and the, my, my computer console sm smashed off and it, and it broke and it broke off and I was terrified about going home because my mum was going to put my, put my stones for that. But uh, it was a cool, it was just daft lights. Do you know what it was like? It was like a radar. It was like a radar thing. And uh, and it just had mad lights on it and you would put it on. I don't know. My bike was full of shit like that. Like I was always putting stuff on my bike. Like, I'd be finding things and I'd put them in. Like, you know how you used to do the thing with the bottle? And you put the bottle back down the back and it made it sound like a motorbike. Like, I had to go one step further and, like, tape things on and just, I don't know. I, I've always been into trying to customise my own shit, which is where I'm at with this other bike, right? So I took it out the other day and I was like, I am, I'm going to go try this. So when the boys went to bed, I get the bike out and I was like, right, I'm going to go. And I made a, I made a, a point in my head of trying to go to a specific place because I know fuck all about cycle tracks. Like, I know nothing about cycle tracks. So I was like, I'll just keep cycling and try and find my way to this place. I've just battered that mic. That's how excited I am. And, I, and, I, and what happened was I got I got so far. I'd done a couple of... And it worked. That's the thing. I looked at the footage and it worked. I found this one bit. Come off the bike, set it up, put the light on. And then I started, I painted my name. Just a basic kind of throw up, nothing fancy. And I was like... Uh, Right, cool, I'll go home and I'll look at that and see what it looks like and see what the footage looks like. And it looked good. Like, I was like, that actually looks pretty cool. But anyway, I get back on the bike and I started cycling out. And next thing I know, I'm way past the bit where I thought I was going. Like, I came out at this bit and I'm on bypass. Like, I'm on the, 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 the main road where there's cars flying by. And I'm like, how the fuck did I get here? So then what I do is I'm like, right, well, I'll just head back. At least I know how to get back from here. So I turned around and I started cycling and the bike felt weird. And I looked down and I had a fucking flat tire. I had a flat tire. My back tire was flat. So I had to fucking push, push this push bike all the way back home. Get this shit always happens to me. It always happens to me, this st sort of stuff. So my see my mate, actually one of the mate that I went down the big hill with, 
Um, I phoned him and I, t- I told him what had happened, and he said, you need to get you need to get these gel things. So he's going to set me up with these gel things that means that I won't get flat tyres anymore. Like, the gel will stop me from getting flat tyres or something. I don't, I don't know. He's going to do it because I don't know how to do that shit. Anything technical like that gives me the fear. Anything with that kind of thing that involves intricate tools stuff, I don't have the... It's not that I don't have it. I probably do have it. I'm just not willing to work on it because I just... I convince myself I can't do it before I even try when it comes to stuff like that. So I don't, I just don't do them. I just don't do it. But I'm sure once he shows me, I'll know how to do it another time. But that sort of stuff always happens to me. A wee while ago, I got a bike. A wee while ago, I got a bike because I, I don't know why. Oh, because my boys get a my boy got a, one of my eldest got a BMX for his Christmas, and I can't see shite go by me. Like, I can't see shite go by me. So when he got a BMX, I was like, oh, fuck, I want a BMX. I'll have a BMX. So I started putting it out onto the old Facebook marketplace looking for BMXs, and I get speaking to one of my mates at Shred Skate Park. I get speaking to both of my mates at Shred, Sp- Shred Skate Park. Go there. Shred Skate Park. Uh, Craig and Dave, which is funny. Not the Catholic and Protestant Dave. That's funny as well, because they're the two that I use, and we didn't grow up together. Like, me, me and Craig and Dave didn't grow up together. They grew up in air, which might as well have been fucking Timbuktu when you live in where I, where I lived. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't... The, the, it, 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 that distance was fucking huge for somebody like me. So I never I never knew Craig and Dave till much, much later. In fact, I met them because when they opened the skate park, um, they messaged me. Dave messaged me and he was like, do you want to... Like, we're looking for somebody to come paint some walls. So I, that was my, like one of my first commissions. And then after that, I was like, I just like what you are doing. So I just I do stuff with them all the time, painting and stuff like that. Like, great guys. So I'd said I was looking for a bike, and they were like, oh, there's listen, there's hundreds of bits. I've just spat all of that microphone. That's, that's the first time it's happened. I spit all over that microphone. That happened to me the other day. I was out, uh, and a guy came up to me, and he was like, me and you have got the same birthday. And I was like, no way. How do you know that? And and bef- and I can't remember the next word he said, but as he said it, a huge bit of spit came out and just landed in my chin. <laughs> and I seen it, and he seen it, and the other three people round about as it was watching his talk <laughs> seen it. <laughs> and he was just like, I'm sorry, mate. And I'm like, fuck, I've worked. Listen, it happens to the best. But that was, what the fuck was I talking about? There was hundreds of bits of bike lying about in Shred Skate Park. And uh, they were like, we'll build you a bike. It was like, right, cool, man. So they, they built me a, bit, a, a BMX out of like bits of other BMX, right? And I took it home and I was like, look, that's fucking brilliant. Thank you very much. So the first thing I'd done is I took the brakes off it. That's the first fucking thing I'd done. To, to this day, I still don't know why. Every so often, my good lady wife will turn around and go, remember that time you took those brakes off that bike? And I'm like, yep, I still don't fucking know why I'd done that. But I took the brakes off the bike because... I, a lot of my friends were BMXers, right? And they never rode with brakes. And I'd always ask them, why do you never ride with brakes? And they're like, because if you ride with brakes, you'll stop yourself from doing something and you don't learn how to ride the ramps or whatever. I don't know what they said, but they, none, of them used, none of them used brakes. I don't know if it's, it was a fashion thing. Like cause like the 7.5 skateboard thing I was saying about, the width of the deck. I don't know if it was a fashionable thing, but I ripped the brakes off. I ripped the brakes off, and as soon as I ripped the brakes off, and I tried to cycle down to the to the workshop on a BMX, I'm six foot three, six foot four, a bit. I'm round about that bit. I've never measured myself properly, and even if I if I do, and it says I'm less than six foot 
three, I'd still just tell people I was six foot four. I'd still just tell them, because what the fuck are they going to do? Do you know what I mean? What are they going to do? Measure me? It's not going to happen. So I, I looked a bit already, like, yeah, I couldn't sit down on it. Like, I can't sit down because I look like the wee guy I saw. See the wee guy that cycles the trike? That's what I look like on this bike. Kicking that microphone again. Like, that's what I look like. So I, I, my ass sits and I'm a bit kind of like something out the, would you call it? What's that thing called? Wacky races, which reminds me, I think that I'm going to paint. I need to try and find the spot to do this. I've seen a couple of things, but I quite fancied painting Dick Dastardly in his car, but his car all smashed up and trying to find a spot just off a bypass or just off something. And it would look like he was driving and he'd smashed it. That, that was another thing I wanted to do, but I was going to write my name next to it like he'd smashed into my name. I don't know why I've told you that. And I don't know what I'm talking about. You might notice if you're watching that I've I've moved on to the smaller energy drinks. This is me making my way back onto coffee. This is me transitioning my way <laughs> back onto the coffee again. Problems, man. Real fucking deep-rooted emotional problems. But I'll get over it. The what was I saying? So I took the the brakes off a bite, and I'm trying to. So then what I'm doing is I'm sticking my toe in the front wheel to slow myself down. That's how I'm doing it, right? So I think I probably broke a toe doing that because I broke, I break toes all the time. Like, I, they just break all the time. I remember one time I was, uh, it was my birthday. It was my birthday and my, my good lady wife was making me birthday rolls and slices. <laughs> birthday rolls and slices what my good lady wife was making me and she shouted me through to the to the kitchen to get them. And I got up all excited and I kicked the couch. And as I kicked the bottom of the couch, the couch that we used to have had like a metal bar as its leg. And I rattled my middle toe. Which my middle toe. Because my feet are shaped funny. My feet are shaped a bit like Hobbit's feet. Like my middle toe kind of comes out to the same size as my big toe. Which is weird. I think it means I'm a Viking. But I rattled my toe off the metal bar. And I hit the deck. I was like, ah, you bastard! Because obviously I'd fucking kicked this thing. And I was like, that my toe's broken. My toe, my toe's definitely broken. My good lady wife is like, ah, pish. Pish. There's nothing wrong with you get fucking up. There's no way you've broke your toe kicking a couch. I was like, I am telling you, this is this is broken right now. And she's like, ah, pish. You're talking pish. So I get my roll and slice. I sat down, eat my birthday roll and slice. And when I finished, I took my sock off. And my middle toe was fucking purple. It was purple. It was like a... I, I can't think of anything that would it would look like. I can't think of anything that shape and the colour that it was. Maybe something like that doesn't exist. There's not even like a fruit that looks like that. But it was fucking purple. It was like a, it was the colour of a grape, right? And and she was like, oh, I think you have broke your toe. I was like, I fucking know I've broke my toe. So I was breaking my toe when I was doing that. I was like, I fucking totally regret this. But this that was the bit. I ended up with a flat tyre about two weeks after that, right? But there was a bit where, right, so how do I explain this? So I, sometimes, like, I don't think that I'm strange, a strange person. and But every so often I'll find myself in real life situations where I and then I become hyper aware of how fucking weird I actually am, as in the way I look for a start and the way I dress and the way I speak right and this was one of these moments because it was during the summer and I was out and I was fucking about with my bike because that's what I, I do like I, see, when, see when like when the boys are small 
and they couldn't really leave the street. If they were going out to play, I'd go out and play as well. <laughs> so I'd take my skateboard out or I'd do something. I'd play while they were playing, which is mad. Because then there would be like other Waynes in the street would come up and they would be talking to me and stuff. And I knew them all and we'd just be, I'd be skating about. And I, I, I liked it, but obviously it was a bit... To, to the outside person, a guy with long hair, earrings and a Hawaiian shirt running about with kids and he's playing his skate, on his skateboard and all that. Like, obviously some people look at that as if it's fucking weird, right? Which it probably is, but fuck it. And uh, I, I was talking to some of the dads in the street and I was playing on my bike while I was talking to some of the dads in the street and I went to hop off the curb. I went to bunny hop off the curb and as I lifted my front tyre to bunny hop, the whole wheel came off. So I've obviously loosened something when I've been ripping these brakes off and the whole wheel just came off the bike and started rolling in an opposite in the opposite direction. And I could see the wheel going further away from me. And I just, the front of the forks just hit the concrete. And as the front forks hit the concrete, I just, the bars just go sh straight into my stomach, like the bottom of my rib cage. And I kind of, I don't know how I landed after that. But then I just remember the dads looking at this crumpled lump on the floor and like, what the fuck happened there? You're too big to be playing on a bike like that. That's what they said. Something like that, right? Some shit part like that. But that's what that's what happened. Like, I just pure fucked off the ground. But like, and then, and then you become aware that fucking hell, you are, you are probably a bit old. A bit, you're a bit wiser. You should be wiser to know that you shouldn't just be fucking doing stuff like this. But I have moments like that every so often where I, I, I then I, I become hyper aware of like how fucking weird I actually am. But I don't go out my way to do it. Like it's not like I'm like, oh, today I'm going to do this to try and appear. It just happens. Like one time I was doing... So, not that I'm saying this to try and big myself up, but when I was in BBC Scotland, which is another story in itself, right? But like I was on BBC Scotland getting, uh, getting interviewed by Michelle McManus. Right, um, I've told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again. Maybe. Fuck it, I will. So I I'd met Michelle McManus before, much much earlier on, much much earlier on. I didn't actually get to speak to her, and thank fuck, I never got to speak to her after this had happened. Right, so I was playing in a band at the time, and we we're playing in Box in Glasgow. Right, now. My, in my memory, the, the staging box is quite high up. I'm sure it's fucking higher. I'm sure it's higher up than the bar. I've got loads of old footage. I used to take a camera out with me. I had a, I stole it. I stole a wee, um, <laughs> a wee handheld, what do you call those tapes? They're just like wee tapes. They're not like a VHS tape. DV tape. A DV tape. A wee DV tape camera, which was a nightmare because if you wanted to bounce the footage off of that, he's, I'm fucking covered in cables here. And burping because of this energy juice. I need to get back to the coffee, man. The the what the fuck was I talking about? Jesus, wept. That's how easily distracted I am. DV tapes. Yep. So what about the fuck? It's totally gone. I've got footage of the gigs and box because I used to take this camera around with me, which was a nightmare to get the footage off. That's what I was saying. It was a nightmare because you had to do it in real time. It's not like an SD card where you could just plug it in and then you would just dump it over. Like, if you had an hour worth of footage, you'd sit for an hour while this thing bumped over, bounced over all the stuff. It was a nightmare. So there's still loads of tapes with stuff on it that I've never seen. 
But I used to take this because it was about it was about the size of a <laughs> fuck. I don't know. It was it was big. It was small enough to fit in a bag, and I take it to gigs with me, and I'd put it on the on amps and stuff, and film myself. So I've got footage of gigs of me playing in box, and it does look higher than the bar. It does look higher up than the bar. Um. But what had happened was it was our turn to play, and I'd heard that Michelle McManus was there, and I was like, "Oh, cool, man! That's mad. That's like that's quite a like she's done things. She's she's in music." I was like, "Fucking hell!" Do you know what I mean? I must have been I don't know nineteen at the time, uh, and and right into my drinking, r- 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 committed to the cause of drinking, like a hardcore fucking hardened nineteen year old. I'm on it all the fucking time. Not had a pupil in my eye for about a year. I I I I can't, I can't fucking stress. It. I fucking loved it, <laughs> right? I loved it till it didn't love me anymore, and that's when I stopped. But the I was trying to climb on the stage, so I was carrying quite a lot of weight, extra weight. I'm I'm not as fit. I'm not a fit mountain biker like I am now. Do you know what I mean? And I was climbing on the stage, and I thought, oh, fuck it, I'm not going up the stairs, I'll just climb up the side. And as I tried to climb up the side and I put my foot up on the thing, I ripped my trousers. I ripped my trousers from my knee all the way to the gusset, or the gooch, as it's known. The gooch, which is the bit uh, in between where your testicle satchel would end and your anus begins. (laughs) That bit there, your gooch. So I, or the taint. I think that's his technical term, the taint. Because now my eldest loves to say things about his taint. Because we were watching, we were talking about, sometimes he doesn't want to wear a helmet when he's doing silly stuff on his skateboard. I don't know where he gets it from. It must be from his mother's side. And I, I put, there's this thing that uh, the Berics put on. I think it's Berics and it's called Battle Scars and it's about their people's worst injuries. And it's a guy called Sean Malto, who's a skateboarder, right? Um, great skateboarder. Uh, he was talking about his some of his injuries and one of them was when he, he nutted himself in a rail and he'd actually ripped his taint and I'd put this on to try and show uh, my my eldest the, the the importance of wearing a helmet when you're doing stuff and looking after yourself and he thought that this word taint was the best thing ever so he was for the, he went through a period of time where he was constantly going oh my taint and I'm like fucking shut up <laughs> fucking stop saying that and now I'm lost again. Let me take another fucking just Jesus Christ on a bicycle. Jesus Christ on a mountain bike. So I was climbing on the stage and I'd ripped all the way up. I was like, oh no. And you could, if I'd turned the wrong way, you would have seen my ball sack. That's how bad it was, right? So I just gaffer taped up my leg. I just gaffer taped. So I played that gig with silver gaffer tape over my black trousers and Michelle McManus was there. I was going to tell her that story when I was on her podcast, but I decided not to at the last minute. <laughs> I thought, don't tell her that. Because she'd sat down and she went, oh, I heard we've met before. I was like, fuck, has somebody told her this story? And then I was like, no, don't, don't, don't do it. Because I'd already had a bit of a moment when I was walking out there. So I decided that I was going to go wearing my best clothes, which at the time were my gold shirt and my gold shorts that I have still in my best clothes piles. I've talked about them before. But the other bit was I was painting a, a gable end and a place that is a, it's a, one of the one of the areas of Glasgow that is predominantly Rangers fans. And you can walk to Ibrooks from the place that I was painting. Right? I went in with all my painting stuff and I said to the woman behind the bar, 
can I go downstairs and get changed? Is that all right? I'm going to go do this thing. She's like, of course, son. Knock yourself out. So I went down and I get changed. But the bit I hadn't thought about was, I'm like, yes, gold shirt, gold shorts. I'm going to look great. But the bit I didn't think about was, I had a pair of green socks on and a pair of bright orange trainers. And I walked to BBC Scotland dressed in green, orange, and green, white, and gold. That's what I wore <laughs> to the fucking <laughs> walking through this place. And that was one of the moments where as I'm walking along and people were looking at me, I was like, this, you fucked up here. <laughs> You've totally fucked up here. And that was the other, well, that's what I'm talking about, like that kind of thing. And I had a moment yesterday at the, at the, at the school, I was doing the school run. And uh, somebody had said something about a thing and then somebody else had said something about a thing. And then I started talking. And then I went on to a thing about how I think I think schools are just prisons. <laughs> and how they've not really changed anything since we used to work in the dark before the electricity was, was cutting about. And it's all just a throwback to how they want to keep us just stupid enough so we can work in the mines. And we can just work ourselves into an early grave while the people at the top keep making the money and they've never ever moved the education system forward. But I and I went I went on one. I went and I, and it just and it just came out and this big tirade of and then there was people looking at me that weren't even involved in the fucking conversation. <laughs> and that was another one of the moments where I'm like, you've done it again. You've done it again. You're a big fucking weirdo. You're a big weirdo. And you've went and you've exposed your weirdness. And and not only that, you've done it in front of all the parents. Do you know what I mean? But sometimes it just happens. I don't I don't mean it. I don't get out of my bed and go, today I'm going to be weird. Because that would be weird. Like if I woke up in the morning and I was like, today I'm going to be really strange. That's, that's too, too much effort. I just forget. I spend a lot of time by myself. Do you know what I mean? I spend a lot of time in my workshop by myself and sometimes when I'm by myself things I'll, I'll get into a thing and it won't be till later when somebody else sees it they go that's fucking weird and I'm like right <laughs> okay <laughs> but it's because I spend so much time by myself just doing whatever I'm doing that I don't I don't realise that it's strange but I get them every so often those moments where you're like I've just became hyper aware that I'm a fucking Fruit Loop. Like that place where that guy accidentally spat on my chin, right? Again, I was dressed really strange, long hair, my earrings. Like, I don't even know what else I was wearing that day. But like, I, I when I turned up and there was a point where we went into another bar and we went into the other bar, that's where all the football fans were watching the football thing on the TV. And then when I walk in and I'm, that and and you then people turn around and look at you. You're like, oh fuck, I'm, I I must <laughs> I must look like a freak to these people. Like that's kind of how it goes. But I, because I, I'm not in those situations very often anymore. Anymore, I suppose. Like it's probably been like that forever. Because I remember going to the metro. I've mentioned the metro a few times on this, but I think I need to tell you what the metro is. The metro was the nightclub. In Salcoats, where I used to stay, that's where everyone would go. But the metro back in the day when it first opened was huge. It was the there used to be queues. This was before my time. This is before I could actually get into the metro. 
there used to be queues all the way around the corner. There would be buses came up from Liverpool, Newcastle, down from Glasgow, down from Edinburgh, Aberdeen to go to this nightclub. This was one of the it was one of the biggest nightclubs in the whole of the UK at one point. When I was going, it wasn't. When I was going, it was no longer that. There's three levels in this place, and the top floor was a restaurant. It was a cafe, from what I've heard. Right, from what I've heard. But when I used to go, it wasn't like that. It was, it was, it, the the heyday was, it was, it was over. It was only the bottom floor. Very rarely did they open the second floor, but it was only really the bottom floor. And when I used to go in again, I had safety pins in my ears because I I just get steaming one night and pierced my ears with safety pins and just left them. And I'd go in, safety pins in my ears, and I, I le- I'd always wear a leather jacket because I'd painted a misfit skull in the back of it. And I'd, and I'd go in and it kind of, do you know what I mean? And then it was like, how come no girls want to talk to me? And I'm like, because you look like that, mate. That's why. And it's not till years later you go, because you, you're a fucking maniac. That's what it is. Everyone else, like, it's like the aftershave thing. My good lady wife's going to kill me for saying this, but like the aftershave thing, I don't fucking do that thing. Like, I don't get that. One of my friends used to go out, when we used to go out, they'd, they'd carry a wee bottle of aftershave with them. And he'd put aftershave on. I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? How the fuck is that a thing? Like, how the fuck is... You bring aftershave... Where do you put it? Where do you put it? Do you carry a bag? Like, I've started carrying a bag. I call it my purse. I'll show you. Here, it's here. I call it my purse. It's a wee Vans one. I did have another one before. I won't mention the brand, but it fucking disintegrated on me. It just melted. I was climbing a fence. (laughs) I won't tell you why, but I was climbing a fence, and when I came off the fence, everything just fell out the arse of it. It just, my phone, what, watch, phone, keys, all that stuff all over the place. But I've got a bag now, and all my stuff goes in that bag. All my important things go in that bag. Um, and it saves me if you're looking for five important things. Now I only look for my purse. I call it my purse. I'll say to the, say to the boys, have you see my purse? No, but it's hanging over the, <laughs> it's hanging over the, the, the seat in there. Father, that's what it is. So, I carry that bag, but I don't know. He used to carry this wee bottle of aftershave. My, I'll tell you one more story about the Metro, right? It's one of my favourite stories ever. There's a loads of other stories. That ha- this night was crazy. This was one of the ones, but it just everything, because it was Halloween. It was Halloween, and I'd just cut my hair. See, I, I grew my hair when I was 15, and I grew it long, and then I cut it by myself, and I gave myself a bob by accident that's my school I think I've got my bob in my school photo like I just cut it by myself like an absolute fucking maniac and ended up like one bit was down here and the other bit was like one bit was down below my collarbone the other bit was up at my chin so I just had to go with the chin level and give myself a bob but I didn't like having long hair so I tie it up and I tuck it and I hide it in my hat and I still do that but only when I'm working like see if I'm painting something the hair goes away but see when I'm doing stuff that the, the hair can't catch fire because I've had problems with fire before. If you watch any of my YouTube videos, you, you'll know I've had problems with fire before. So the 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 hair goes away because I don't want that to catch fire because that's going to be, that's fucking bad. I know that's bad. That's worse than taking brakes off your bike. I know that fire and hair <laughs> are not a good fucking mix. Um, but I didn't like having long hair, but I refused to get it cut when I was younger. So I, I would always tuck it up and people didn't know I had long hair. And then I got it cut because I watched Fight Club. That's genuinely what happened. I watched Fight Club and I went down to the barbers the next day and I was like, cut this off. I want to be a fucking, I want to be in Fight Club. I want to be a space monkey. Ready to get fired into space. That's my fucking exact fucking words. And, and this woman's like, are you sure, son? I'm like, fucking get it off. So she cut my hair. 
and then I kind of grew it out again. I started trying to slick it back. I tried to, I was trying to go, I'm mad into Queens of the Stone Age, but I was too mad into Queens of the Stone Age at this time. So I was trying to go for the pomp kind of look and I was slicking it back and stuff. And it was, a, it was a fucking hell, man. I can't believe I'm actually saying, I said this to my wife and she's like, thank fuck I never met you when you were like that. I used to walk about, I've always been a fucking weirdo. It's just, do it's just dawned on me. There's never been a point where I think I haven't been a fucking maniac, and I'm looking back now, and I'm I was a I looked like a fucking idiot, and I don't know why I done it. I I thought I thought it was cool. I used to wear a, a white t-shirt with a packet of cigarettes rolled up in the fucking sleeve, like the fawns with my hair slicked back. What a fanny! What a complete and utter fucking fanny! I was. <laughs> That's what I used to fucking do. What a dick! And I think my friends told me i think all my mates were like, you look like a fucking fanny but because we used to rip the piss out of each other constantly like our whole night was just getting to still hitting that microphone still we would go out every night and we'd just fucking tear each other to shreds so when you're constantly tearing each other to shreds and then someone gives you a bit of life advice you're like that <laughs> you don't take it fucking seriously but that's what i used to do so at this point in halloween i went out i don't even fucking know if this qualifies as a halloween costume do you know what i mean but i went out as mr blonde from reservoir dogs which basically had a funeral suit on with my fucking hair slipped back don't know why. I thought maybe this was the time I was go that girls would fucking notice me. I don't fucking know. I've never been successful in that thing. Once I have, and now I'm married. Do you know what I mean? So, I was out with one of my friends who dressed as Batman, and he had, I think, he would kill me if I get this wrong, to be fair, but I think it was the... It was the Michael Keaton Batman suit. It was the Michael Keaton Batman suit. It definitely wasn't the George Clooney one because it didn't have nipples, Right? But it, I think it was the Michael Keaton one. And we were in the toilet. We were in the toilet waiting for the queue. Because the queue, you couldn't get a piss in, in the metro at one point. So the, there was a, a queue and everybody's all dressed up in that. So my mate's standing next to me and he's dressed like Batman. And out of fucking nowhere, out of fucking nowhere, a guy dressed as the Incredible Hulk starts pounding fuck at a guy dressed as Spider-Man. The two of them start fucking leathering each other. Right? And then a guy dressed as Charlie Chaplin walks up to my mate dressed as Batman and goes, fucking sort that out, Batman. <laughs> fucking get in there and sort that out. And on that, nearly fucking ended myself. That was the fucking, that was hilarious. That was one of the moments I was like, this will never happen again. This was fucking great. What, what incredible patter <laughs> for a Saturday night. It almost makes the fact that that guy's missing teeth bearable. You know what I mean? And that was it. So I think I hit all the stories there. I think I hit all the stories. There was another thing that had happened. So I was out painting my name. That's the thing I was telling you about. I, do you know, that's what it, that's right. I'm going to tell you this. So I've had a, I've got a slow puncture in the car. Got a slow puncture in the car and I had to take the car out to the place to get the slow puncture fixed. And when I turned up in the morning, I was like, I've got an absolute job on the now, right? Which I'll tell you about another time when it's finished, but it's been a difficult one to do because uh, it involves a lot of setting up and stuff. Again, another story. But the whole time I'm there, I'm like, I hope they get this done quick because I need, I, the more time I'm here waiting on this, the less time I've got fixing this thing. It needs to be finished for next week, right? And they were like, I'll be a couple hours. I was like, right, cool. Took a drive, took a walk down, uh, to the to the town where I was, and I'm not telling you where it was, 
because I, would, I went out vandalising. And uh, I went out, I had cans of paint left over from my, my mountain bike experience because I never got a full night's out using my cans because I got a flat tyre and I had to fucking walk home. So I'd done a, 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 a wee throw-up or a dub. Throw-up or a dub. I always called it a throw-up because I've been Americanized that way because all my graffiti knowledge came from the internet and it's all Americanized. So the UK graffiti thing and the Scottish graffiti thing, it's only recently that I've started to understand more of the inner workings of that and it's completely different. And one of the things is a dub is a cleaner throw-up. So a dub would be a throw-up that you've went in and really cut back your lines and made it look sharp. A throw-up is something that you have threw up on a wall to get out of there. Right, a throw-up should take you no more than, what, two minutes, three minutes kind of thing, and you're out. Whereas a dub, you can take your, take a bit more time on it. So I was there for about 20 minutes just cleaning up things and trying to make it look good. Um, because I like my things to look good. I don't like things, walking away from things and thinking, oh, that was a bag of shit, because I'll just go back and paint over it. I'll go and paint over myself. Um, and I walked, after I'd done that and I'd answered the emails and I'd done all this sort of stuff, I walked back up. It's me burping again with these fucking energy juices. Uh, walked back up to the to the garage, and I was like, "The guys, I, like, oh, they've not looked at it yet." I was like, oh, "Right, okay." And they were like, ah, "We'll go in, but I'm going to get the one of the guys to bring it in the now." It's like brilliant. So as the the person brings it in, he, they come through and they're like, ah, "You're missing your wheel lock nut," and I'm like, "I know fuck all about these things, mate, and I'm not even going to pretend that I do. I don't know anything about cars." And I, I have no intention to ever know anything about cars. And uh, he was like, we can't take the tyre off without it. Could you go and have a look for it? And I was like, right, okay. But the last time it was in, it, but last time it was in to get anything done with tyres, it was in this garage. So I'm not, I, 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 I don't use them. I don't fucking use them. So they went back in the bag and back in the bit where they go. So if it's been lost, it, it, it hasn't been me, but then I have kids. So they might have been fucking about with something that's lying on the ground. Anyway, when I went in and I opened the back seat, right, so I'm a messy bastard. That's the truth. I am a messy bastard. I don't fucking mean it. I don't mean to be a messy bastard, but I am a messy, messy bastard when I'm distracted by other stuff. There's parts of my life that are pristine and kept in order. Like, but this this workshop, for example, is a dive right now, but because I've got this other job on, uh, there's no point in me cleaning this place until that job's finished. Once that job's finished, then I'll then I'll, I'll I'll get my space back. But when I'm out painting gable ends and stuff, my car's just a place where I basically live in there for that week. And then I, do you know what I mean? So, and then when you get back, the last thing you're thinking about is cleaning your car. So it was a fucking dive, but then I've got kids too. So there's fucking monster trucks and like, there's a, there was a snorkel. There was a fucking snorkel on the floor. Do you know what I mean? So this guy's obviously opened this up and went like, fuck this, man, I ain't fucking going through that. So when he came through to get me, that's why. But again, it's one of the moments where I don't realise that I'm a Fruit Loop until it's too late. I don't realise that I'm I'm fucking weird until it's too late and everybody in the room's looking like you're a fucking weirdo. I'm like, ah, fuck, probably, you're probably right. So I couldn't find it. I couldn't find a thing. Uh, and so I just, he, he put air back in the tyre and I just drove away. And I need to go and find this wheel fucking thing and all that sort of stuff. But and it, So that's two flat tyres I've had. One slow puncture and one flat tyre on my fucking bike. Do you know what I mean? And I was like that. I thought I was going to be able to go out on my bike. I thought I'll put it in the back of the car. And then when I'm getting that fixed, I'll fucking go out my bike for an hour. Yay! And I'll answer my emails in the fucking wilderness. That's what I thought was going, was going to happen, but it didn't happen. It didn't happen. It ha the, the exact fucking opposite happened. 
Right, so there we go. I, I don't know how long that was. I don't know if it was good. I don't. I never fucking know. I never know. And that I never know if these are any good or not. But that's ten. That's ten. I've done ten of these. That's ten weeks worth of stuff. That's mad. I've never committed to anything like that. But it's probably because I don't have a plan. See me the first one of these I done. Let me take a drink first, right? See the first one of these I done. I started getting messages from people saying, "Oh, I, can I come on? Can I come on as a guest?" And I was like, "No, no, because I'm not doing guests. I'm not doing guests on this because it's really hard to do it by myself. Getting someone else involved and having to get a new one every week will be a fucking nightmare. So I'm not doing it. And that's probably the only reason why I've managed to do ten of these because I literally walk through that door, walk past." Those four crates of paint, I don't know if you can see them. That's the paint that I'm using in this project. Those four crates of paint, sit the camera down, hit record, and that's it. That's all I need to do. So, And, and that's, that's the reason why I've managed to do 10. If there was any other moving parts in this, I would be like, I am not going to learn how they work. I'm not doing it. I refuse. But aye, there we go. 10. 10. Fucking hell. Right, so I'm, I'll just keep going. I haven't been good at telling people that I've released them. I just keep putting them out on a Tuesday. I'm going to need to start posting on Facebook and stuff that I'm doing these things. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm going to need to do that, as well as the score bag, because I've fucking not bothered my ass to do that either. But yeah, there we go. Episode 10. So thank you very much for your time, because it's the most important thing you've got. And uh, I will catch you next time on Confessions of a Walrus Chaser.